0: Well, we're mere days away from the start of the NFL season. The lions are going to kick things off at arrowhead against the Kansas city chiefs, the defending super bowl champs. And I had a chance to sit down with and talk to Dan Campbell about the final preparation, about the roster cuts that they just went through. And I want to share just a little bit of what I learned uh, from Dan Campbell, as they continue to prepare for the, the trip to Kansas city and one of the questions that I asked him, or we asked him, I was—he was on the morning show with me and Jim Costa—is about Chris Jones. Do you expect him to play? Does it change the preparation, the game plan for it? And it, it, he somewhat discounted the fact that Chris Jones, right now their All-Pro defensive tackle, has is is an ongoing dispute with their with his contract. Hasn't been in training camp. Is not in the facility right now, and is not planning on playing. Uh, He basically said, it doesn't matter. We're preparing the same way. I do think in knowing Dan and knowing this offensive staff that there's going to be a game plan in place, that if at the last minute Chris Jones is added to the roster, he signs on the dotted line, he's going to be at Arrowhead if he is, that there's going to be provisions in place and different things because you will play the game differently, even if he's only in there for half the staffs, 25% 25% of the snaps of what he normally is, anytime he's on the field, he can ha- he can affect the game. And whether it's motions and you want to get a strength of a formation to one side of the defense or the other, you want to run away from him, you want to set a protection to him, there are going to be things in place in terms of the game plan that will account for Chris Jones. Now, as you get closer and as it becomes more unlikely, that he's playing, that game plan may be a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller, but it is still going to be there. Uh, some of the other things that we talked about was, okay, what happens with the expectations of going there? Are you going there with the expectation to win? What are you trying to learn about your team in this game? And what I think his answer was very telling. He's going there clearly, as you would expect as a coach, as a, as a player, that you're expecting to win the game you're building a plan and going there with the intentions of winning the game. And no matter what you do, win or lose, you've got to come out of that with the fact that it is in the mindset that it's one of 17 games you win and you've got 10 days to sit on it before you play the Seattle Seahawks opening up at home in the following Sunday, if you lose same thing, but at the end of the season, you're going to look back and say, okay, well, it was one of 17. What did we do that week? What did we learn about our team in a win or a loss that is help, going to help us prepare for Seattle? It's w- going to help us prepare for week three. What adjustments do we need to make? And no matter what the outcome is, win or lose, it is one of 17. And I think that's going to be the challenge for a very young roster. There is some veterans on this roster but they're going to have to channel all of their veteran experience into keeping these guys focused if it's a dramatic loss, if it's a big-time win, if it's a blowout. Whatever it is, they're going to have to figure out a way to refocus, learn from the positives from the negatives so that they can continue to play uh, the rest of the season. We talked about the atmosphere at Arrowhead and that this is – a unique atmosphere. It's going to be loud. It's going to be violent. It's going to be a very volatile environment, especially since they're going to be racing the banner. It's the defending Super Bowl champs. The place is going to be going absolutely nuts. But as a player, as a coach, I asked Dan, you know, have you, did you plan as a player? And he said, yeah, I've been there as a player. I've been there as a coach. And whether it's Pittsburgh, whether it's Arrowhead, it's Seattle, there are a number of places in the NFL that it's just a unique experience to go play. And it's it's a privilege. You're going to remember what happens in that stadium, good, bad, or indifferent. You will remember what happens in this game, in this stadium. Part of it is because you're kicking off the NFL season, but a larger part of it is because it is Arrowhead, and it is unbelievably unique. If you have a chance to go to this game and you've you've set aside the time, you've taken the time off work, you you're, you, got your tickets, you got your plane, everything is ready to go. I'm telling you right now, it is an experience you will never forget. Kansas City is a great city, great town. But that Arrowhead experience is going to be something that is memorable. It will be loud. It will be violent. And that's everything that we want in a football game. So he's going to he's gonna make sure that those guys who haven't been there take it in a little bit uh, and make sure that uh, that you understand what it is. It's only a kick. And then I asked him and I do want to share this one clip with you that I took from from the interview. And it was about the recipe for success.
1: Yeah, well look, we gotta protect the football. I mean, you know, we can't have turnovers. Um and we need takeaways. Like that to me is um that's where it starts. I mean that that's that's the objective here. Um it's really objective too. One is is finding points and eliminating points, but but I think that's that's we have to find a way to do that. And and for every team in this league, that's a recipe for success is, man, when you eliminate turnovers and you can find a way to get the takeaways, man, you, your odds go way up winning the game. And and that's what we have to do. We got to eliminate penalties as well. And I'm not talking about we're going to have some penalties just playing physically. Those come with the game. But I'm talking about the pre-snap penalties, the you know, uh, we can't have the boneheaded plays. We can't have the personal fouls. We can't have false starts. We can't have, you know, those things we can't do. Uh, they they can't show up. And you do, you know, uh, you you keep the penalties in check and, and you get some takeaways. Um, you know, things look pretty good for you.
0: So the takeaway is you win the turnover battle. You play disciplined football. You give yourself a chance to win. And I'm... The recipe's not different, whether you're going into Arrowhead, whether you're going into Soldier Field, whether you're going up to Lambeau. You're going to have to be able to communicate and and eliminate the pre-snap penalties, and that's where having an experienced offensive line is really going to help out. Frank Ragnow at the center position, being able to communicate the blocking assignments, and communicate with your quarterback. If it's a silent count, when you have experienced tackles, experienced guards, guys that have been in situations like this before, that that you know silent count, it's not ideal, but when you have experience at those positions, now you're not worried about guys flinching. You're not worried about guys being laid off the ball. There's a rhythm in place. There's a system in place that it's all going to be orchestrated by Frank Ragnow, and then that communication that he has with Jared Goff. And the other thing is we saw – just in last year, the 17 games last year, the final 10 games, Jared Goff did a tremendous job of protecting the football. It's why they were eight and two in the final 10. Now you look at the first, you know, seven games, and it's a different matter. One in six in those games, and that's where Jared Goff fumbled the ball in New England, had interceptions against Seattle, against Philly, and didn't give themselves the best chance to win. And if Jared Goff can take the amount of success and the way that he operates the offense at Ford Field, and this is going to be, I think, the biggest key to the game. And TJ and I will talk more next week about what the keys of the game are, what we need to see in a more specific manner. But if Jared Goff can take even a measure of what he can do at home at Ford Field, take that on the road with the experience of the offensive line, developing that chemistry, developing that communication, and the the communication with the receivers, and just simply protect the ball. He doesn't have to be a guy that goes out there and wins the game. He just can't be the reason that they lose. That will give them the best chance to go into Arrowhead in a violent environment, in a hostile environment, and come away with a win. So TJ is going to be back next week. Obviously, the game starts on Thursday. I hope everybody has a great holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. Enjoy college football as it begins to kick off in week one and we'll talk to you at the start of next week and get you ready for Detroit Lions and Kansas City. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for it. I hope you're excited about it as well. Thanks for listening to Necessary Roughness.